Throughout my adult life, my focus has been on making the world a more beautiful place. Initially, I pursued this goal as a hairstylist, working on the external appearance of individuals to make them feel more beautiful. However, I wanted more, so I began to shift my focus to helping people make better choices and achieve greater beauty from within. As a transformational life coach, I specialize in helping you identify and change the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. Join me each week as we discuss, interview, teach, and explore the fundamental principles of healthy relationships. Welcome to Conscious Conversations with Louisa. In today's episode of Conscious Conversations with Louisa, I'm speaking with Camilla Sacredellarop. Hello, so I'm going to officially start this meeting. I am so excited to have everyone on here and really the honor and pleasure of highlighting Camilla Sacredellarop. I met her a few years ago and fell in love with her instantly, as you could see her remarkable energy. She is a best-selling author hypnotherapist. You were a ballroom dancer and then became one of the judges from Dancing with the Stars. And you have the list of the things that you do blow my mind. But what I love every day when I, and I know we're going to, I'm going to ask you a little bit about HSP as that's one of the reasons I really, really wanted to reach out to you today. I'm like, how do you stay so busy, get so much done with that being part of your life too? So I'm going to, share like be quiet for a second and i would love for you to introduce yourself and have us have the pleasure of getting to know you thank you so much it's a pleasure to be here and meeting you all is there anybody else on this call who's a highly sensitive person hsp or and does anybody actually know if you know what an hsp is put your hand up for a minute so i know no okay so well, that's okay well a lot of people don't yeah. and what and what did you say? I said I kind of do. I mean, I yeah. think I do. Yeah. Are you an HSP as well? No, I'm. I'm very em empathic and yeah, and and yes. So for many years of my life, I thought that I was an empath, and uh, I would do 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 as an athlete and working in the media in the UK until I hit burnout at 35, and then I was like, oh. So this strategy of doing the way I am is not working for me. Right. What's going on with me? This doesn't feel right. And for many years, actually, nobody talked to me about what it means to be an HSP, highly sensitive person. It's actually 20% of the population mm -hmm. and it's a personality trait. And I just try and share this as much as I can now, not just because if I meet people who are an HSP themselves, but also because I happen to work with lots of clients where the children are or a team member at their work is and it just really yeah. helps to understand that being an empath and a highly sensitive person is it's it's not the same yeah you can you I, can actually I be can both yes. <laughs> you can be both but but they're different it, yeah they're different mm. so being a highly sensitive person means that we easily get overstimulated and you can imagine i was an athlete and i just wondered for my entire life wow. why is it so hard for me to be in this competitive environment and why is it why am i feeling so much and why am i so drained after these competitions and there are people in workplaces who feel exactly the same when they come home from working in yeah. especially open office spaces that's that's a nightmare for an hsp <laughs> you know how to drain you in 2 hours to sitting in a space like that and so sometimes 
it can feel like anxiety because your your whole nervous system just starts to get overstimulated and you just want to go hide in the toilet at work or wherever you are right and and so i was just really grateful when i came across Elaine Aaron is someone who's written a lot about what it means to be a highly sensitive person. She's done extensive research on it. And it's just for me personally, I share it because if somebody needs to hear this or you come across someone where you might say, oh, you're so sensitive, you might think twice next time or you might give them a hug and go, hey, tell me more about what that works. What's that like? Because I, I've had to obviously explain to my partner, my husband, and to lots of my friends that I'm not being rude when I need to leave the party after two hours. I still love them, but I'm just, I, I just feel uncomfortable by this stage. So it's, it's easier to navigate once we know because we can put a lot of boundaries in place. And that's what I will say. Boundaries are really important in every area of our lives, right? But mm -hmm. especially if you're an, a highly sensitive person, even as an empath, you can need boundaries right? When the gift gets too much with the feelings. And so boundaries and self-care for me is non-negotiable now, completely non-negotiable. I, how did, hold on, I lost my screen. So one of the things that I have always loved about you is how you get so much done. Every time I follow you on Facebook, you're here, you're there, you're alive and lit up with all of your shares. How do you, because most of us in here are entrepreneurs, how do you get all that done in a day? And I feel like unless I have the, that moment of feeling really lit up in that moment, I can't do it. How do you do it? And what does it feel like to, to step into that? Day? Do you know, I feel how you just said, and I won't post unless I feel that way, because to me, that's not authentic. I think I did a lot of things that felt like shoulds. And I talk about that in my book, It's Not Just Me. I did a lot of shoulds, a lot of shoulds, especially when I was working in the media, my manu manager would be like, you should do this. You should attend this. You should do this. And then in the end, where did I end up? In burnout. So I kind of ditched the shoulds and I asked myself, do I really, should I really? And if I don't feel it, and I think this came honestly from reading Oprah's book, what I know for sure. In her book, she has like a short chapter. It's really brilliant. It's just really small snippets. She has a chapter where she talks about people constantly asking her to do things for charity. And she was like, am I actually making a difference doing this, doing that, doing this? And she says she started tuning into her gut and really asking like, how am I feeling about this? Because that changed my life. I, that was probably like eight and a half years ago, nine years ago, because I started doing that and I did the shoulds and I feel into my gut. And when, like when you text me saying, do you want to do this? Not for a second, did I hesitate? I knew the answer, right? And it's fascinating because we know when an email starts sitting in my inbox for six weeks and I still have not responded, I know the answer. It's no, it's a, it's totally only there lingering because it's a, maybe I should. Somebody said to me the other day, maybe you should. And I'm like, should I? Because I'm like, says who? That's presuming that someone else knows better than myself, mm. right? That's outside of me. Right. So I'm not, I don't post if I'm not lit up. Like you said, I do not, I really don't. I don't care about the algorithm and, and whatever people tell me to post however many times. That's not how I run my business. So what part of your day, because I know I'm best in the morning, if I take a shower right before my workout, I have a window 
Yeah. And I am best in that window. If I miss that window, I'm like, ah, oh, the whole day went by. So <laughs> what it, have you figured out your window? And also I'm going to ask two questions in one, cause God help me if I would do it any differently. I would love your daily ritual. Like what do you do each day in order to be ready for the things that you do? So that window, I agree with my, I had to change my entire schedule the night before because I would miss that window all of the time for years because I didn't get into bed early enough. So I need to get into bed like by 10 so I can get up by seven and feel like yay for the day. My window is that I have, I want to walk the dog because I love grounding myself. I have to meditate for me personally, so I can be fit for my clients mentally. I have to do 15 minutes meditation and 15 minutes workout. I, I'm not over committing because I know I cannot find and will not find more than 15 minutes. So I found a workout that actually is based on 15 minutes a day. And I love the trainer. She's in the UK. I do it online. It's a group thing. I love it. And I can stick to that because consistency and discipline, right, go hand in hand to doing all the stuff we want. But if I have done 15 minutes of each of those before I see my clients, I feel I feel ready. I feel so good when I don't do that. I feel sluggish for the whole day. Like you were saying that window and you miss it and you're like, oh, I feel off. Mm-hmm. How can I sit and tell other people be on schedule, right? Do the ritual and then not do it myself. No. Absolutely. I love the, the way when you post it, I feel you. I feel your energy. Even when I went to go see the horses, I remember you texting me saying, tell me more about it. And two minutes later, you were there participating with the horses. Can we talk a little bit about that? What the experience was like? Do you know, Louisa, I was so grateful that you brought me to that place. And one thing that came from that is is a little statement that I use every day now since. Sabine who was amazing with the horses and and taught us so much that day was like horse therapy in a way it was like meditating with horses she said something very important that i've been using ever since with my clients and that is she said every morning when i go to see the horses i approach them with a newness because they're only ever in the present moment and my mind just expanded in that moment Mm -hmm. and i thought wow what if we approach each other with newness our families, especially, we're probably all guilty, right? I just spent two weeks with, with mine to go. You're always like that. Oh, what a statement. I don't like statements like that, right? Because we cannot presume that you are the same today and I'm the same today. Because if we're looking inward, we probably are not, right? So if we were to approach each other with newness, life would just get a little more exciting, right? That is just gold. I, I know we're all taking that away from today, too. I know I could sit here for the next couple hours and keep asking you questions, but I know everyone (laughs) wants an opportunity to be able to ask you a question and get to know you. So please like share who you guys are. And if you have any questions for Camilla, please go for it. (laughs) Hi, Joe Angar. I'm in the branding and licensing business. And I appreciate what you said. I immediately got that. If you could approach the people in your life, your family, your wife, your partner with newness every day, it would be a whole different experience with somebody you've been with or whether it's 40 years, 30 years, five years, yep, one month. Totally. I, I've been thinking about that. And that was a very poignant statement. 
it's a purpose and it's a challenge. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> I didn't say it know, wasn't a challenge, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> because we're all falling asleep every second. So yeah. to get awoken is a powerful experience. Yeah, I agree. But you talked about HSP. What's good about having HSP? Is, it is, a, is it is it a quality that because you called it a personality trait? So yeah, how, what is the good part? Of it? How do we know whether you're HSP? I love that you're asking that because honestly, for for quite some time, I was wondering how is this a good thing? Because I felt that the world was a lot to navigate because of the way I felt and the way I was overwhelmed, and I so wanted to keep up with everybody. And especially people in my life who would be like, come on, push on, like you push through this, you can do this. And I'm, I'm just like exhausted, right? From whatever is normal to someone else. The good thing is that you are so in tune with feelings. So for me in my job, I, I really feel in tune with what's going on in, my, in, in the client situation, in the sessions, I can tune into that. Cause as an HSP, you feel deeply. Of course, it's not great to feel deeply in situations where you don't want to, where you're not prepared. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, right? But in sessions and in life and in, in that sort of intuition, it's very, very helpful. And I think a more gentle approach is what I've seen from my clients who are HSPs in business. When the, the team around them understand that, instead of saying you're so sensitive, they lean into the sensitivity and say, Okay, so how is that helpful? What is it that we need to be sensitive to here in business in this running this program, launching this? So it can bring a different view, which is obviously helpful because you need a little bit of everything in a good team, right? So that's what I would say. And you said, how do we know? When, when you feel overwhelmed by sounds and smells, and it can feel a bit like angst in the chest when your entire nervous system get overwhelmed by being in restaurants or parties when you after a few hours like want to go and hide in the bathroom or you are like ready to exit you start to realize that i'm highly sensitive there's this brilliant sign that's sort of going on going around on instagram that says please come to my party by leave by but leave by 9 p.m if that sort of rings true to you, you may have a hint of that, right? Because that's how it feels. I say to my friends, come over, but I need you to leave again. Like you can't, it's not an open invitation. Don't stay by past midnight, you know? And I say, I still love you, but I need you to leave. And they love that because I'm, I've explained that it's not about me not liking them. It's just how I feel. <laughs> for, for, for what you're saying, for me, the important concept is how to say no. Yes. How to say no to everybody wants something from you. Everybody wants, needs something from other people. Mm -hmm. And as entrepreneurs, especially, you have to be able to be in that space where you say no to people because yeah. they're just going to take your energy. And eventually you're going to say, oh, I can't, don't, don't, I don't want to answer that phone call. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't go anyplace. No. no. And that's 90% of the encounters. I agree. But then are we, but then is it, we need to get to a place within where we're okay to say no and know our worth anyway. I'm okay saying no. And I also don't work with everybody I'm introduced with. If we don't feel mutually aligned, I'm okay with that. I, I don't need to be liked by everybody. I'm, I've made peace with myself 
and I, I try my best every day, but there's going to be people that we don't vibe with, and that's okay too. Most people accept. <laughs> that sounds like a statement an HSP would say when they need some peace. <laughs> I'm always looking at my clock at about 10 o'clock. I have time to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So yeah, during the day, I would schedule in a lot of sort of breaks. And I've said this often in my, my talks, I have power napped since I was 16. And I still do to this day, I have a, a 15 to 20 minute, about 17 minutes is usually the time at power nap every day. And that's one of the things that just works for me. And I, I remember reading a very successful businessman in Denmark when I was growing up. He's, he ran a company called Maersk or owned a company. And he said he would sit in his chair in his office with a bunch of keys in his hands. And when those keys dropped to the floor, he would wake up. And that I just, I kind of embraced that and, and made that part of my life. And it seemed to have been a successful strategy for him. But that, that little just 17 minutes of my day to, to rest my brain has just made such a big difference in my life to be able to then do like you asked me, how can I do all those things? Well, I couldn't do them without my power nap and without my meditation. <laughs> is it the same every day, the time, or is it different time? I prefer it in the afternoon. Yeah, I, I try to keep it around roughly the same time, but that's not always going to work, right? So when I was touring, I would sometimes go into the, get into my car in the car park and, 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 and just do 20 minutes power napping wherever. I did mine today. I love my power naps. Right? <laughs> right? Fun. It's so good. Thank you, Joe. I see Charles's hand up. Yes, Charles. Well, hello. Thank you very much for being here. It's a pleasure Hi, to, to uh, see you and then hear from you. And I got about 10 questions, so I'll only ask two and a half. Of them. <laughs> so my, my, my first question, you kind of answered it, but I'd like you to go a little more in the detail. Because HSP sounds like a person that is intuitive but not quite intuitive but is a person that's sensitive but oversensitive and it's like you're in the middle there somewhere and uh, and i'm curious like when you when you work in a group how do you spot the hsp that's my first question how do you spot the hsp because i want to be able to utilize the people that are in my my tribe and my group i want to be able to utilize their best assets the, the benefits of them and i think it'd be a great benefit to know who's the hsp in the group so that's my first question is kind of how do you spot the hsp it's interesting you you would probably notice they would shy away from anything that's too many people involved like not be the first to say oh yeah yes let's share the ride let's drive together let's and you'll probably let they'll probably be like i'll go on my own or they may sit on the outside of the sort of of the group where there's a little space by the wall. They may be, I mean, the thing is you can still be an extrovert and be an HSP. They call it, I think, thrill seeking HSP. You can still be that. I'll say that I'm, I might've had a hint of that because I decided to be in a competitive environment for 25, 30 years of my life, although that was not really for me. But I still found it exciting. I like to live on the edge a little bit when I do motivational speaking. I like to kind of be guided in the moment and not really come in with a full prepared talk because I mm -hmm. think we need to be in tune. So when you say, I think the intuitive bit, I think I have found at least that when you are in HSP that you 
because you feel diff- deeply are open to the being guided by your intuition as well. Can I can I interrupt you just really quick? Yeah. I, I just is is it more like feeling the vibrations and the and the the just really the resonance of everyone around you or is it more uh, audio and 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 sensory? It's more that because otherwise it's almost bordering an empath. So an empath would feel your feelings, right? But mm-hmm. a highly sensitive person feels really deeply. So if you're in a working environment and you go into it and say, hey, everybody, what you guys created yesterday was terrible. A highly sensitive person may really feel that deeply. Like, wow, I'm so upset right now. We've really let him down or we let ourselves down. We're so, oh my goodness, they might have to think about it for two days. Unless you have really learned the self-care practices and meditate on it and, and release it and also all of that. That makes mm-hmm. it. But I'll say, are, are you a highly sensitive person? I don't think so. I no. think I'm more of an intuitive than a highly sensitive person. If you're intuitive, mm-hmm. I reckon that you would, when you, now, now that we've spoken about it, you will start to notice these behaviors and probably mm-hmm. feel it. I think it's, I, I can mm-hmm. often feel that vibration from a highly sensitive person just because I am one myself. But in, if you're intuitive, you may be able to notice that too from behaviors. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely going to tune into to that behavior because this is the first time I've heard of yeah. an HSP. I mean, I've told people you are very sensitive. <laughs> well, that's it. Friendly. That's a giveaway right there. Mm-hmm. When we say that, and and that's why I, I'm trying to change the narrative about that a little bit because obviously growing up, I was told that a lot, so I started to think that it was a bad thing mm-hmm. that I was so sensitive. So it took some retraining, reframing, and reprogramming of my mind to realize that, oh, it's a gift. It's yeah, not I a curse. A tuning, I would use you as a tuning fork. I would just kind of point you around so that we know what's going on in the crowd. Right. Here's my, here's my, last, here's my last statement. I know everyone else wants to say something to you. Thank you for your time again. Oh, but but- uh, it's, kind, it's kind of funny because for me, I do... I've really gotten into meditation lately and it's found it to be very, very helpful. And every day I learn a little more and a little more. And it's been about four months now for me. But what's funny is that I meditate for 17 minutes and 17 seconds. (laughs) You're at 17 (laughs) minutes. That's my power nap time. There we go. There we go. My mental keys drop at 17 seconds after 17 minutes. (laughs) I love that. I love that. We always know what works for us. That's again, right? Intuitively, we know. Mm-hmm. I love that. And well, I'm thanks, sure the meditation will serve. Thank you for the questions. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to, for you to tune in now with the HSP. <laughs> yeah, I'm already tuning in to everybody on this call. And I just now noticed that uh, that uh, Fatima is an HSP. <laughs> I can't you yeah. share this. Fatima, yeah. share with us. I love my Fatima. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles. Oh, Charles, I love you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my hand was up. I, I'm 100% sure now convinced that I am an HSP, especially like what I noticed now that I'm getting older. I recently went on a trip with a friend and I noticed like I'm out, but then I run and hide in my room literally <laughs> under the covers. I'm like, dude, I can't handle much more of this. Yes. And like almost like regroup. And it just yeah. gets really heavy. So my yeah. question to you is, what practices or recommendations do you have 
in order to protect that energy because i know sometimes i pick up i feel like a antenna and just yep. pick up everything mm -hmm. around me yeah and it drains me and i'm talking about for days yeah. and unable to be productive yeah so like i said for example if you're traveling somewhere with someone and you are sharing a room did you share a room with someone <sighs> yeah yes and yeah you might want to go high energy <laughs> and i was literally like dude slow down dude yeah. slow down just yeah. slow down and i could not keep up yeah but it's also it also helps me i know i don't know if that makes sense because it kind of like pushes me yes to but again it just yeah, the consequence is i pay the price later and then yes. for a week yes that that that's the reality so that's where we then come back to well is it then worth it or is it better that you have your own room and then you say, hey, I'm going to need a couple of hours of rest every day. That's just what works for me. And then the person totally knows anyway. So like all of my friends know this now that I know I can communicate it before I didn't know. Right. So I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm exhausted. I now need a week's holiday to get over the weekend I spent with other people constantly in my space. It also comes back to the just preparing so before my family got here i knew that i needed to prepare like really be in in a good state myself i needed to do all of my practices i use a lot of infrared saunas to kind of reset i find that really helps me mentally as well a lot of walking and hugging trees and walking in nature i don't mean to sound woo woo but i mean anything that grounds you whether that's sitting by the water sitting in the park just things that and and to make sure that you have a little bit of time for that so you just say to your friend, hey, I've got it. I need half an hour to just go and meditate. It's really just starting to set the boundary of what you need so that you can do that. Or even knowing if I do two days like that, I need a day off or I need two days off. Right. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. But I, I can feel it. I can feel what you explained just there. I hear you and I see you. And that is how it feels. <laughs> right now, when you said also about alignment, the alignment is like it feels good in the moment to be because I love people that's and that's the thing yes. it's like, I love being around people I love yeah. absorbing people I love yeah. it. and all of a sudden but it also like it works against me as well it's, it's yeah. such a two-way street so I, I understand that and I I'm like your sister here okay I, I really see you what I found really helps is having the times around it so I know and Louisa knows that I asked how long is this call for like I need to know how yeah. long things are for so I can prepare. So yeah. if I go into a setting where it could be six hours, it could be eight hours, I'm like already feeling, oh, what if I need to leave after four? <laughs> Does that make sense? So knowing the time, yeah. you know what to do before and you also yeah. can plan what to do after. Like sometimes I can't go for dinner. Like when I was just doing the, the TV show in New Zealand, I really, really, my heart wanted to hang out with people and do dinners and chat and all that. But I also knew that don't do that. You filmed all day. You're, you're back in eight in the morning. I knew I had to go home to bed. That sucked. But I had to listen. I have to listen to this because otherwise I will not be able to do my job tomorrow. Like, so I need to create boundaries and know. Yes. <laughs> and even with myself, because again, I do it to myself. I'm like, this is fun. Yeah. And inside I'm like, oh my God, you're dying. I'm like, no, it's fun. I want to stay longer. And it's like, oh yeah, no, you're feeling it now. So I hear you. So much it, for that. Yeah. <laughs> Listening, right? Listening when that feeling says, maybe you should go home. That's yeah. the, that's your intuition right there guiding you. 
Got it. Thank yeah. you so much. I really Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Thank you for being so honest too, because that's the only way we can help each other here, right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Mr. Reed. Hi. Hi, Hi, Hi David. Hi, Camilla. Thank you so much for being here. I, my, I'm trying to formulate the actual question, but there's so many people in this room that I know of and people that I've been working with who are really fascinated by the subconscious mind mm -hmm. and, and the programming that is involved in that. And I'm fascinated also by, hip, by the hypnotherapy aspect of it in connection with the meditation. So I've just kind of, I've done some hypnotherapy and I, and I didn't go back for various reasons, not because I didn't like it or didn't think it was useful, but I'm curious mm -hmm. as to what's the, the use of the hypnotherapy with meditation, because you can't do hypnotherapy every day necessarily. You're doing your meditations every day. And I'm yeah. curious how those work together and, and, and what do you think the benefit of both of those in conjunction would be and, and how does that work in your practice and what basically that's what I'm asking, if you understand. Yeah. I'm so excited that you asked this because that's my favorite subject on, on earth. <laughs> so thank you, David. First of all, I, I am so fascinated by the subconscious mind because that's how I entered into even doing this through sports, knowing that if I didn't know the software that was running in my subconscious, I couldn't be the best I could be on game day. So that was my entry level of this, working with the subconscious through my career. Our subconscious mind runs our lives 95% of the time. So that's, that's a lot, right? That's insane. Basically, our subconscious mind is created when we're children. So I like to compare this to our software on the computer, right? We are updating that software all the time. We don't even check the details. We just update, 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 update. Yet we are walking around the world as adults with old software from when we were created when we were six years old, eight years old, 15 years old. And we'll say things like, oh, he, she was acting like five. Honestly, they were having a tantrum. Well, they probably were because they probably had the whole software running and they were just coming from that subconscious response. So how I use it in my practice is some of the part of the a session is talking and then we are reframing and understanding what is what software is running in the subconscious right now that's I, either not supporting this and needs to be supporting this or that's redundant, right? We need to change this. And then we go in and through hypnosis, work with the subconscious. The, diff the, the way the two work differently is that meditation, I find, is like I send my clients to the gym when I'm not seeing them, right? When I'm not with them. And sometimes, by the way, they also listen to a hypnosis they can use for every day for a month or whatever. So that can also work. But they're training, they're, they're priming their mind. Because if you meditate, of course, it's like you are already training for the marathon, right? You're already getting ready. So the mind is can way more easily drop into a hypnotic experience if it's already ready to being in a meditative state. Does that make sense? So yeah. if you've never meditated or never done hypnosis, it may take a little time to you get to get used to that. If you're already meditating, especially if I do the meditations for them and they're listening to my voice every day, when we do hypnosis, they're like straight in, right? So Meditation is like going to the gym. It's like building your six pack in the brain, right? You, you think of something, you come back, you think about something, you come back, you are literally training and conditioning your mind. Hypnosis drops you into a theta state that's slightly deeper than meditation, right? Where you are able to receive in this hypnotic state. Now, the way you're receiving is the words that you've just told me you want me to read back to you whilst in that state. So it's not, I'm, I'm the facilitator, but 
I'm not making the stuff up. You are telling me the words that you want to be told back to yourself in that state. So that's why I say it's always more powerful when you're doing a one-to-one -one than in a group, because in a group, those words will be generic, right? right. I mean, there are words that overlap, but when you are speaking <laughs> and I am listening to your words, words specifically, and I then read them back to you or say them back to you in a hypnotic state, that is powerful, super powerful, because those are specific. It's so like little nuances that I pick up where one person would use a specific word and this person would never use that word. They'll use a slightly different word or sentence. And those are the ones that I listen for that I know are powerful for that person's subconscious mind. Does that uh, no, tell it me? Makes, if, no, yeah. it does make sense. I was always wondering how that would work and how they would work together because I, I, I love working, studying about the subconscious mind and, and trying to, let's, use, let's not say trying, just doing things differently and making those shifts and those changes through the subconscious mind. And you always, it has to be by repetition. I know it has yes. to happen over and over and over and over again. Yes. Yes. And I remember thinking that years ago when I first did meditation, I mean, I, hypnosis was like, I have all this stuff that I know is a problem. And if you go to the first root of the first problem, get rid of that. None of that other stuff is going to grow down and, and be that program anymore. The program will have shifted to change. You've wiped it out and you started a new program. Totally. So I'm still in, and I'm, so I'm studying that and I'm, and I'm doing that as opposed to working or trying to do that. I'll just, I'll get there. Yeah. And, and like you said, repetition, like anything, right? And, 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 and the subconscious is powerful. I mean, I just see it every day. And so that's why I, I just love what I do and love sharing that. And I see a lot of clients who are completely aware on a conscious level of what's going on, mm -hmm. right? Just like all of you, right? You, you have an awareness already. You are already doing it, but sometimes here's the conscious mind, right? You're aware of all the triggers, you're aware of it, but down here is the subconscious still going, I'm still playing the old That's pattern. The program, no program, <laughs> it's there. So, yeah. so we wanna lift that up and, and that can be done just like that through, and, and again, some people need one hypnosis session. Some people wanna listen to the track a few times or come back to it sometime when we slip or feel triggered, right? Yeah, thank you. That's great, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, thank you for Appreciate a great it. question. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else? Wow. Wow. Nikki, Dorinda, Janelle, Coogan, Joyce, Kevin. Kevin. Okay, so I have one highly sensitive person question. So when you're in a relationship and someone, they see you outside in the real world of always being on, and then I call it watching paint dry. Like when I'm by myself, I truly want to just watch paint dry. Yeah. How do people in your personal life get to know you on that level that they don't take it personally, that it, it literally, I, I feel like I hit a wall mm -hmm. and I, my way of recharging is just being, mm -hmm. how do you, I get the whole setting boundaries. How do people not take it personally around you? Well, I think in a relationship, it's important that we also make time for each other, right? So I've had to put some strict boundaries in my work schedule so that I 
do have time to spend with my husband because otherwise I don't think he would be particularly happy, right? He can understand that after days of working that I need a lot of rest and he can, he's extremely understanding because we have great communication and I've been able to explain. And luckily he's someone who needs a lot of time alone too. However, if I was working as I was at 1.7 days a week, then that's maybe not fair to then always be exhausted and not having time for us, right? So I, I wanted to for myself too to have a sacred day, which is my Sundays, no work allowed on Sundays. And so that I know that if I schedule in rest for me on a Saturday, I can have Sundays to either go to the beach with my husband or go for breakfast or do whatever. So there's, I have created that. That took me time because I also gave my work everything. When you create your own business, sometimes you throw yourself all in. Or when I wrote my third book, I think my husband was like, okay three books now do you think you could take a break and i heard him i was like okay that's fair enough because working full-time and writing a book i was also getting towards tired right and exhausted so i hear you but i think it, it's it's a balance isn't it to make sure that we also want to first of all do we are we with someone where we want to create time together and if so how does that look then so we have to come back and see how much can I work and have rest time, but then also create space for the person that I've chosen to be my main person in life, except myself, right? Right. I would love to hear, actually, I know that you guys both went from one career, you switched careers, and then he all of a sudden was like, I'm switching careers too. <laughs> How was the level of being in that space and trust in order to support both of you moving forward? It was hard. I'm going to be completely transparent. We we moved to LA. My husband was an actor at the time, thinking that's all he ever wanted. He'd had acted and been really fortunate in his career in the UK. And then he got here. And about six months in, I was writing my first book and traveling quite back and forth to England still. And he was like, I, I want to reinvent my career. I don't think I want to do this. And I literally, I'll never forget the moment. I was like, thank you universe you're landing two reinventions on me at the same time and we've just moved country <laughs> we hardly know anyone here i was like wow i literally was like wow that's a challenge wow <laughs> i was like really can it not just be like a little bit off timing like this this is not great and then i just thought i if i'm a a, a true coach i i have to treat my husband like anybody else and allow him to go on his journey too. Cause he had allowed me right to go on my journey. And mm. I was the one that said, Hey, let's move to California let's leave England behind, leave your family. Let's go. Right. And so I, I, I had taken the first step, but I could, I had to allow him to have the journey he was meant to have once he arrived in LA and his journey mm. was not the one he thought it was going to be. The universe had a different plan for both of us. Right. And it was hard and we we scaled back to scale forward as i as i i think i've mentioned in in my my second book it was called reinvent me which came from this situation of us both reinventing so i shared the tools in there but i think i knew deep down that if we were just okay facing a few things we could make it work i just trusted i honestly trusted that he would figure it out and that i would figure my journey out and somehow together we would would make it work. It was just we committed and said we're gonna make this work. We had no idea how, but the commitment of we are going to make this work, actually, I think is a big step anyway. And I say this because when I work with 
couples that are sort of together and not together, the minute they make a commitment and say, okay, we're committed, somehow things start to sort of flow mm -hmm. because they've made a decision. We are committed to make this work. And that means through the hard stuff too. Love that. He now works with me in my business, by the way, which is something I, I could have never imagined when when all of that happened. I never imagined that we would be running a business together. I love that he does. I know he does your photography and you. I love your photos. And we have a beautiful photographer in the room. Fatima's a phenomenal photographer. Had to, I had to throw that in there, but I love your photos on the beach. And, and the fact that you guys get up super in the early in the morning and I have done hypnotherapy with you and I know he's the one who sends me the, the links and the information. He's so. the manager now. Yeah. He manages yeah. everything. I just turn up for my clients. It's incredible. Quite a team you both are. <laughs> so I want to hear about your, Oh, Fatima, go for it. I have a follow-up question with what Lisa just asked about working with your significant other. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about working with my significant other but I do tend to wonder, being highly sensitive, I do need my space from him. So mm -hmm. how does that work with you and your husband not being in that same world? Like I notice I get to decompress talking to him mm -hmm. about my stuff and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So any recommendations or like, how does that work? I think again, it comes down to, sorry, <laughs> boundaries. We have separate offices separate office spaces in the same place, but we have very sort of strict rules about you don't just walk into each other's spaces because obviously I'm with clients and he's on the phone. And so we, we we're really good like that. And then we will text each other, meet up in the kitchen <laughs> for a coffee or for lunch or whatever. And sometimes we don't even do that. We meet at dinner just because we're in the same house doesn't mean that we are constantly we arrange a meeting just like I advise all my other clients to arrange team meetings and, 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 and to discuss certain things. Other than that, we have a work text that only we discuss only work on. As read, just like any other team. I mean, we really do separate the two. And, and it's interesting because I didn't, I've had a teammate in, li in life most of my life because I was a professional dancer. So I, I'm used to having a teammate. So it wasn't something that I was rushing into doing again. I kind of thought I was done with that. I didn't think this was coming my way, but it did through COVID. That's just what happened. I needed help and he was, he stepped in and it's been honestly amazing, but we very much run two different sides of the business. So of course it's going to be chess where we have to agree, but we do, I let him do his job and he lets me do mine. Right. So we know what our roles are and I think that's important. And that, I guess there's this mutual respect. Right. And if there wasn't mutual respect, then we would have a different conversation right now. Right. So I guess because a lot of the stuff that I teach is communication, it's a great place to practice. I get to practice what I teach every day and there are challenges sometimes. Right. And sometimes the communication slips and then we bring us back and we start again. And all, just like I teach any other couple. But I feel we're good at separating the two boundaries. It, it, honestly, I can't <laughs> recommend the boundaries enough. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Thank you. And that's exciting that you're venturing into that. I love couples who work together. I just find it to be a powerful team. We saw a whole bunch of it this, this week in Vegas, actually, and it was fabulous to experience. 
So I have a question. I did not, I don't believe I asked or prepped for this and I don't being that it's not something I do. I don't know what it entails, but would you be open to sharing a meditation with us in the closing of tonight? That way we get to experience you and have a very peaceful way to start our evening. Mm -hmm. Definitely. How about everybody gives me a word in the chat that you would like to lean into tonight, whether that's joy or love or expansion, and we work with those words. I love this. And you said I can share the screen or not? Yes. So I, I can put music on? Yes. Amazing. It is set up. <laughs> Fatima, I love that. Oh, expansion. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> Abundance, connection, trust. Yes, trust. No code. Am I saying your name? Did I say that right? Trust is such a big one. I do so many hypnosis sessions on trust, trusting ourselves, trusting the situation. I would love to say mm. hi to Nyoko. She's from Japan joining us. Where are you in Japan? I've been, I spend a lot of time in Japan in my previous oh. life, as I call it. Oh, I, I live in Kyoto. Oh, I've been to Kyoto. Yeah, I've danced yeah. there. <gasps> oh yeah. my God. Yeah. You, so. you, are you a dancer? Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. So, so, so happy to connect with you. And oh. then thank uh, Louisa. She just dropped Zoom link one hour ago. Today, I have a day off. I was in the middle Anjali. I was okay, I'm coming back. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Yeah, when I was a professional dancer, we used to go to uh, Japan a lot. I performed for Prince Mikasa. I traveled all around Japan. It's such a great place. And the food. Oh, my goodness. The food and the people. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Yeah. Okay. I'm so happy you're here, Nyoko. That's amazing. Okay, I'm going to share the screen, see if I can put some music on. Okay, we're going to work with these words. Does that sound good to everybody? Focus, growth, expansion, confidence, peace, gratitude, trust, connection, abundance, calmness. Yeah, abundance is a few times. Does that sound good to everybody? Amazing. Okay. So just go ahead now and get comfortable and I will guide you through a little inward journey. You can go ahead and close your eyes and take a deep breath all the way down into your belly. Just going to breathe. <coughs> so just breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth just for three deep breaths, feeling the belly expand. Let go as you exhale of anything you don't need to think about for the next while. This is your time to go within. Take another deep breath in, feeling the belly expand. Drop back down. And then when you're ready, allowing the breath to flow in and out of your nose, 
each breath guiding you deeper and deeper into relaxation. I want you to imagine that you are walking down a path that's leading you into a big open space. This open space is a magical space. It's a space for expansion. Learning. Trust and peace and calmness. As you enter into that space now, you feel a big beaming light just hitting the top of your head now. You're imagining your whole mind and body expanding beyond limitations in this moment, just to imagine. What abundance really will feel like, look like, and sound like to you in this moment. Unless you're considering abundance and a life of abundance in every way, remind your mind and body what it feels like to trust now that you can have that that you deserve that, that you are worthy of that. I trust, just gently say that silently in your mind to yourself. I trust. I trust. I embrace the calmness deep within me. You may notice where you are feeling the center of calmness in your body. If it's in your belly or in your heart space, you can even put a hand on that for a moment. Breathing into that calmness. You can even feel good to put a hand on the chest and on the belly for a moment and just breathing into that calmness that's right here within you. As you say to yourself, I have everything I need within me. I have everything I need within me. I trust. I trust I have everything I need within me. I trust that I am attracting the right connections in my life. Tune into everything that I am grateful for in this moment and open up to attract more of what I'm grateful for. As you say the sentence to yourself, I am so grateful. Just notice how the mind wants to finish the sentence, I'm so grateful for. I'm so grateful for. I'm so grateful for the connections in my life, expansion of my mind, the peace I feel in this moment. 
allowing your mind to remember a time where you felt really focused. And the mind and body remember what it feels like when you are really focused. Expanding your mind for growth. Remembering a time you felt really confident. Try to consider how Things play out in your life when you allow yourself to feel focused, calm and confident. Notice how you enter into different situations when you are focused, calm and confident. Just letting these words seep into the subconscious. I am focused. I embrace growth and peace. I am confident. I am at peace as I embrace expansion. I am connected. I trust deeply that I have everything I need within me. And then just choose one specific word to focus on as I say the words I am. Repeat in your mind I on the in-breath and am on the out-breath. Just finish the sentence with the word that you chose. Just silently in your mind, breathing in I. Exhale am. Adding the word of your choice here. Whatever word you chose, let that be your statement for tonight. Let that word guide you. As you take a deep breath in, sealing this practice. And gently opening your eyes and coming back to the space you're in whenever you're ready. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for allowing me to guide you today.
Wow. How perfect is that as we thank you end our evening. Thank you so much. That simple I am practice I use for years and years and years, and I still do is still my go-to if I want to work with a specific word, like you all mentioned the word, and you can just five minutes, three minutes, five minutes, just saying that statement, I am, and then the word I am, it really just, it really helps whatever it is that you need to feel in a moment. If you need more confidence, you need to feel stronger. If you're feeling weak in a moment, you're like giving yourself that boost. It just, it really helps. It's such a simple exercise, but it's really powerful. Really, really powerful. It really is. And I feel like doing it together. I always feel when we do these together, the energy of everyone oh, in yeah. just multiplies it. I agree. There's definitely something about doing this work in groups when we do meditations. It helps. Mm -hmm. for sure. It's been such a pleasure to meet you all. And thank you so much, Louisa, for your beautiful light and for sharing in this way and inviting me to be part of it. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You brought so much love and light to <laughs> our evening tonight. And I just love the connection that gets created in here. I had this gut feeling while, while it was going on that somebody's like wanting to share and hasn't shared yet. It, I'm just, I gonna, feel the same. <laughs> I feel like someone has something that they're sitting on and they want to share in there. And I don't want to end the evening until it happens. Now, yep. cool. <laughs> well, that could be me. I'm Joyce Tate here Hi. in Florida. Hi, Joyce. I was just, I never really thought much about being a hypersensitive person, but I think I birthed one, my daughter. <laughs> I think she came out that way. And also, I feel like I'm very hypersensitive as well when we're talking about working at home with mates and everything I feel like a lot of my creativity is squelched by being in the same room mm -hmm. as my husband has been working from home for two years or more mm -hmm. and so I find myself if I was going to do a video or some short video I, I can't feel like I can do it in front of him or anybody else within hearing. But that's a video I'm going to put out there on the internet anyway. So it's kind of crazy that I wouldn't be able to actually film it with somebody like that, that close in the room. Joyce, I don't think that's crazy at all. I feel exactly the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and in fact, there are days where I take myself off to the beach. Louisa knows that because you see my stories. Because yeah. I always feel held at the beach, the nature, the ocean just makes me feel that feeling that I don't feel when there's people around, even if it's just my own husband. Sometimes right. I will do that. Oh, I just go to my park, the local park down the, the road. And I have a little, I just sit somewhere under a tree and speak to the camera there. So find okay. a place where you can do that, where that feels good to you. If it's not at home, that is That's completely right. normal in my books. Okay. <laughs> um, I understand that because we need to be like Louisa said, if you're not in that like vibe to share or yeah. get the message, then it doesn't feel right. And then right. we don't want to share. So I, I really understand what you're saying. And I think that that's just 
find something that works for you and that could be your go-to like i have the beach and the park mm-hmm. and you know what if you notice online actually many people speak in their cars many people park oh. up and, wow. and 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 like vlog from the car because that's where they have their safe space don't do it once mm-hmm. you're driving obviously but <laughs> but you know what i'm saying it's, yeah. it's just you find you you figure out what works for you mm-hmm. yeah totally understand that yeah. so do you do you think it's possible that children can be birthed at, and have that hypersensitive yeah at birth <laughs> totally highly sensitive okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure my, my mom had no idea both my sister and i happened to be highly sensitive and my mom couldn't be more opposite of that she literally is like i don't know what you guys are talking about <laughs> uh, yeah because she's so not that but we've we've explained enough for her to understand now <laughs> yeah well i just i mean this has kind of been eye-opening for me with my daughter she's 23 mm-hmm. and not really understanding her from where she's coming from yeah but also having that introvert part of me as well so yeah exactly so maybe i'm so glad you shared and i hope that maybe it's open up for you guys to even have a conversation to like hey tell me more about how it is you feel because that means so much when somebody says that you're just like oh thank you for hearing me or seeing me right yeah i'll do that i'm gonna see her next few weeks so i'll definitely be doing amazing that's amazing just just recently i was on a hike with a friend and she was traveling with another friend and she arrived on the hike saying oh my friend is so annoying she didn't want to come on the hike she was so tired i don't understand what's going on we've done the same things and i just said to my friend have you considered that maybe your friend is highly sensitive and she goes what does that mean i said let me explain she went home and and checked in with the friend and of course the friend needed some quiet time because she wasn't trying to be difficult but she just was overstimulated right Yeah. yeah Thank you. Very good. Anoke, thank you so much, Joyce. Anoko, I think you had you wanted to say something too. Yeah, thank you so much. It was great. I feel so calm and focused. <laughs> then thing, well, I said trust. Then I was thinking, okay, what do I want to trust? Yeah. And they started really guiding me one by one. Then I want to trust. By the way, I'm really highly sensitive person, so I already feel tears. So I hear you. So I want to trust. I can I can dance again. You're not dancing at the minute. I no. have a big big blank. Then last month, well, this month was my birthday, so I decided that okay, I'm gonna choreograph again. I'm gonna dance again, but. So difficult to shoot the shows came in, then oh I cannot do it, I'm lazy. But you said you came to Kyoto for dancing. That feel like what I feel that spirit you brought me. It's but a message. Still, it's yeah. a message. Dancing took me all around the world and I realized that I met so many people in China, Japan, we didn't speak the same language sometimes. Sometimes there was not even the, a language we could communicate, but dancing was the language. We didn't need anything else in common. We would just eat good food and dance. <laughs> and that was, 
and we had the best times honestly the best times we didn't need these words right because we had a language and that was dance it's his own language yeah so i have one question if it's okay yeah of course so if you meet highly sensitive person a very emotional person then now i think it's powerful tool but before i felt i'm a troublemaker i'm drama queen bothering people and then i'm distracting most of fear but uh if how do you admire a lot of emotions or highly sensitive person what is the good part how you encourage those people not only by controlling but how if you admire those people what kind of word you gonna give them and i don't know if it's the right if i'm saying the right thing tell me if not so what people appreciate about me now is that I go at a different pace. So sort of when Louisa says to me that I'm go it looks like I'm going at a certain pace on the internet, it makes me laugh a little bit because I'm, I'm really not. Like I, I really have a lot of downtime and I'm not really rushing. I don't go at the pace at the, as some of my clients do, but I believe that that is my, my calling because I think by not going at the same pace, I can be of service to them. So I think that that's what people, I don't know if it's admire is the right word, but appreciate about me because they come to me because I go at a different pace. And because I'm highly sensitive, I'm tuned into that. So they appreciate now that I'm sensitive because it brings a different view. Sometimes it's also annoying. They tell me that too. <laughs> Sometimes there's all that, oh, not again. Oh, do you have to, can we not turn up the music? Oh my goodness, we have to play meditation music. You're annoying. <laughs> That's okay too, right? When people love you, they tell you the good and the bad, right? But yeah, I believe that that, that is my, my skill right now that's come from that is that I trust that I'm meant to go at a different pace. Wow. Thank you. Which, by the way, is hard when, when you're writing a book and somebody tells you that the deadline is like in six months and you're like, yeah, but I need 12, so. <laughs> wow, <so> powerful. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, and, and I wish you so much luck with the dancing and enjoy. Thank you so much. It's a beautiful dancer. I've actually... I. She comes alive when she's dancing. She's a beautiful artist and she's a beautiful dancer. And I just love experiencing her dancing. I believe it. <laughs> Shine your light. Yes. How's everyone doing? Do we all feel super blissful to complete our evening? Absolutely. Ouch. <laughs> So very much, Camilla. This was so magical and we're so grateful for you. Thank you so, so much. And I can send you the podcast I did about HSP, where I interviewed an author that wrote a book about it, if that would be helpful to share. Um, yep. Anybody in the, in the group? I would absolutely love that. And I'll share it with everyone in here. Yep. Great. Thank you. And how does, I mean, you're kind of everywhere, Insight Timer, Beachbody app. I mean, you can't miss Camilla. Everyone who walks, she's there. Is there any other ways people could reach out to you if they'd like hypnotherapy, anything? Would Just via my website, sendme.tv. But like you said, I'm on Insight Timer. There's free meditations on my website on Insight Timer. I'm on Unplug Meditation. 
and so forth. So yeah, just reach out. For being highly sensitive, you happen to be everywhere. And I <laughs> love you for that. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for being here. Thank you for participating and have the most beautiful evening. Yeah, have a beautiful evening. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.